gonna be the longest. It's the longest day. Nah, yesterday was a long day, but I feel like all right, it's twelve thirty. It's like damn, you w- I'm waiting all week at work. Like all right, finally Friday's here, and I wake up on Saturday. Like what was I thinking? I don't want it to be Saturday. <laughs> Why not? Because you, you don't like spending. We all it's right now. We I all don't... too. So oh, I just are we? Make sure, yeah, we, <laughs> make sure you know. I don't it, turn me up in the headphones too. Yeah. I'm not saying that to sound cool. For some reason, like every time, like we come in here, my headphones just be on super low, man. But you look like you just walking around with the weight of your with the weight of the world on your shoulders right now. Ah, these kids, man, like we've got to be outside all day long, and then like similar to, I mean, you've said it to me so every time they hang out. Oh yeah, they're gonna be nice and tired. But you specifically talking about your kids? No, oh, yeah, they they be good. <laughs> so all the kids out there playing with them, like, yep. They sleeping all night. I'm like, you're welcome. I should start a service. <laughs> Your best friend comes in the bottle. <laughs> then they get yeah. <laughs> then they get in the house and act like they just wasn't outside playing all day, knowing they didn't deserve to do anything fun. That yeah, you nice though. I'm trying to tell you, man. Like somebody can call CPS on me, man, because I'm telling you, like, nah. I, I I have them running up the hill. I told you, nah, I said, my, hey, we can run up this hill. He looked at me completely differently. They acting like they got silver teeth right now. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, you know what? You know why silver teeth is a thing? Because medical. <laughs> no, I, I figured. <laughs> I thought that I thought that the silver joints was hard when I was a kid. So I thought that cost more. I was like, every time I get them, I get the white would, ones. <laughs> yeah, because you was out here when the uh, cash money was taking over for the nine nine two thousand. I was out like, here oh, just trying it. to hang out. Speaking of that, I, so I'm in the January listens right now. Um, uh, I'm I'm far behind. So I I really caught up on all my podcasts yesterday, so I can listen to nothing but albums. But I'm on Lil Wayne's funeral album right now, mm. and and I didn't like the beginning too well. But I, the middle is you got some hard parts like that. Benny the, the intro is hard. Maybe I got a different version. <laughs> like, oh, maybe uh, the deluxe. Like if they, yeah, did, the if they did the deluxe with the Jim Jones, it, it, where they mixed the whole thing up. It started straight with the party, <laughs> like, oh. like the party out. Uh, yeah, the party I don't. I hate this deluxe culture. Yeah, I was like, I ain't going back. It's not something for me right now, man. But yeah. So, all right, we'll get into a little bit more of how your week's been going in a second, man. I don't even know how much I can actually put on wax. (laughs) How vulnerable do I want to get with y'all? We're going to do something a little different today. Just a tad. I'm going to announce the pod in the front half. Mm. Some of y'all wasn't outside for this, though. You know this. You have to. Alan Parsons Project. (laughs) (laughs) Starting at B-Mike. Six feet, zero inches tall. They call him the paleontologist. Can't give me my two inches. Six feet, two inches. There we go. There we go. Recently shaved his beard. I haven't. I don't even remember last time I took a shower. At <laughs> just Lex. You gonna do mine? Nah, you pay for this intro? I feel like they charge people for this. They might, but we'll be all right. <laughs> Starting at a mic. Put that at two hundred and asterisk pounds. You gonna put that <laughs> sauce on him? Normal as Carl. Yeah, they might charge us for this. Yeah. <laughs> we out of here. I don't care where you at. Your mama's house, your daddy's house, your grandma's house, your auntie's house, at the gym, the store, your car, makeshift gym, an airplane, at an apartment building, hanging out with the homies. You could have been anywhere in the world, but you're here with us. Thank you. I'm I want to welcome you all to the uh, You Wasn't Outside podcast on the Grow Folks Podcast Network. I'm going to say it twice. Have you heard this? Nah. I got a surprise for you. Okay, yeah. New party next door. Let it rock out. She's like, I make her wanna get dressed more. Never talk about the sex, make her want sex more. I met her on the 55th floor. Talk about some party next door.
more Thumbing through them bands, busting checks more Found yourself, now she demanding respect more Don't ever turn me down, that's what stress for And we can travel around, that's what jets for I'm the type to leave a mark on your neck more Laurent clutch purse in your legs door Realism got you feeling the effects more Fuck it, I might just take you with me on my next tour Thumbing through the bands I bet I make your phone stop ringing Those niggas won't call you again Oh, we grooving, we grooving, we grooving. Next up. Yes. We taking the melodies straight into, straight into the culture. Sometimes we say things that we really don't mean. It's for everybody out there cleaning their house. Washing dishes, typing. Sometimes you gotta have on that candlelit music. I'm grooving. A little insecure. Oh, guilt's a shining star. I wanna spend my nights here. Shout out to everybody using shea butter and incense. Please wait up for me to whatever I get home. I know that you're all alone. Probably should have thrown on some gangster shit. Lex is in a real mellow mood right now. <laughs> I need to be calm. Uh-oh. We done lost something. That's all me. That's all me. <laughs> it's all good. It's all good. I want to welcome y'all to the You Wasn't Outside podcast on the Grown Folks Podcast Network. I'm one of your hosts not doing the most normal ass Carl to my right. I have the glow getter. A.K.A. <laughs> coming from the House of Sun <laughs> at Just Lex. How you doing, my man? Oh, man, I'm happy to be here. Just living your best life. That's the best that you can do in these in these times, man. Ain't nothing wrong with that. So what's going on, man, for the week? How was work? How's the kids doing besides, you know, running amok? You got your all your Christmas shopping out the way? Uh, I believe so. You, you that, that, that is a uh, we shop as a team. Do you? She shops. I, she, she finds shops the items and, and you money manage. She shops and puts my name on the tag. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! So then you don't know what they have coming in nah. like right now. Well, uh, no, nope, not at all. Dang. So, did I'm, you get your wife's gifts already? Um, I'm working on it. Okay. I'm trying to figure out what we're doing. Are you planning on getting it like shipped to the house, or are you like? planning on like going out and getting it yourself that's a it's a true skill the reason why i say that because like you, you know when you buy a gift you gotta you want to hide house. it yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah normally what i would normally do is send it to my mom's house and go pick it up but now you're there so it's <laughs> yeah. like it, it changes the whole so i'm not gonna snitch on myself on wax because she gonna listen and know what's <laughs> happening so i'm just not gonna answer the question man you know <laughs> i start feeling like an inmate man when you start like getting items and stuff and trying to hide them from people because like, you know you start putting them in like Oh, this is somewhere they're not gonna go. You know what I mean? Probably the same thing like our parents went through when we was kids, hiding gifts and stuff like that, making sure we don't take a peek. Yeah, it was always in the closet. Yeah, and that then, was the spot to put it in. But she, I mean, there's so much stuff in her house. You can hide stuff and forget about it. Like my old phone, I can't find it. I got I got a few things that didn't import. In Wait, my, you mean the phone that you just like swept swapped out? You've lost it that quick. I don't know where I don't know where there's a couple lists in there that I'd rather not do over. <laughs> and a couple that there's like So you have no idea where the phone is. You lost no, the phone. I, I hope I took it. You know what's crazy? Your mom's house is so ridiculously big that I could and and has a lot of stuff in it, you know, neatly organized, of course. Mm. I'm going to give her a benefit of the doubt, but neatly what you organized. Mean a bit of the doubt? You walked through there. <laughs> yeah, I'm not it's not hoarders material. Like I I've seen hoarders material, but I mean, I feel like your mom's house is at least in you know decent orderly condition. So, but it's just a lot of items in there, so I can see where you could lose it. Okay, yeah, it's not hoarded like it's dirty, but there's just hoarder amount of stuff. Yeah, exactly. So, as long as we're we're on the same page with that, what else? What else is new with you, man? Did you get the house? Any phone calls from the house? Uh, nah, I ain't talking about that yet. Okay, all right, good voodoo or voodoo, voodoo. My bad, voodoo. I'm over here making up <laughs> words and stuff like that, man. If you know, you know. Did we talk about uh, Cole dropping uh, 2014 Forest Hills Drive last week? I threw it in there. Oh, you mean on on this show? On this show. No, we didn't. You no. didn't. So you threw it out in the group chat, and I wrote it down then. That's probably yep. what happened. Okay. All right. 
Well, walk us through it, man. So what, what we got in this week in hip hop? Uh, we so we talking about that album. Yeah, what you want talk about that album? Yeah, unless which, you got some other ones that you want to throw out there too. What you want to talk about? Listen, what you what what is it about 2014? Uh, for what do you think Cole's best project is off the top of your head? Is it that project? Kod. Do you? I love Kod. Mm. I think 2014. I understand why it's put where it's at, but uh, I think it's a tad overrated. What? Ooh, I'm gonna get attacked. Wait a minute. I wait. might get divorced. Nope. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Shut up. <laughs> it's a trap. It's a trap, man. What you mean? I think it's well put together based on what he did before. Album wise, he's kind of all over the place. Like it's not as you know the sequencing's be off, and yeah. that one wasn't. And so it, it's the most well put together one. But I just feel like, you know, I mean, he's got good songs on there. But I was like, you know, I this ain't a. Oh, and I'll take it back. I'm gonna go say Friday Night Lights, but I thought you were talking about albums that no, like, I mean, like, like stores. Oh, or whatever. we could put a project in there. So yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I think for everyone, it is Friday Night Lights because that's what you know. But yeah, I like KOD about. better than 2014. That is crazy to me, man. I thought 2014 tapped into like it tapped. First of all, you can't even like um, you can't even dismiss like that. What was the name of that track? Rest first scenes first. Rest in peace, Uncle Phil. No role models. Yeah, no role models. Damn, my my, my brain just works in. No, way. no, it's not bad. I just don't think it's like. I think every song is good. I just don't think it's like great. It's it's weird because it's like okay, people call it a classic album, but it's just like oh, there's not a lot of. Or maybe you know what? Maybe I'll just run through it and be like ah. I think it. I think it's legit. No, it's legit. I just think it's a, a tad overrated, but it mm. might be because of who I live but with. But I feel like you're like a that, you're, you're like a, a fan of big bars. You know what I mean? Like or he or, can rap. He is, but it, I, I, this album I feel like taps into like a whole nother just a mind. It paints a story, and in the picture versus Kod is more like attacking people. You know what I mean? <laughs> like like I, think I do you, like attack. You like people. a you like attack rap. Attack rap. Yeah. Okay. I was on my Eminem no. rant earlier, man. And I like introspective rap. This is pretty introspective yeah, it is. right here. I didn't say it was bad. I just said it's a tad overrated, but it might be because of my surroundings. What do you like more about like what do you like more about KOD? Just the like the content or actually like the production, like the music uh like how it sounds sonically? Yeah, all of it. That's crazy because I feel like I think he was a better rapper. I mean I, I think he's gotten better. I think I think right after this album he got distracted. And then he kind of, I don't want to say fell off all the way, but he was like, you know, he just wasn't feeling it. And then KOD and then his little feature run dirt right after that kind of brought him back. Yeah. To where, you know, rightfully, because I think, you know, everyone kind of puts him in the little top three for holding it down right now or whatever. And he was showing it. Did you go to this? Did you go to the? Con, the I've been to every single tour. That, that, <laughs> I, 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 I'm Something there. tells me like when the when the tickets come up, your I'm wife's there. not gonna let you like miss out on going to them. My, like, G was at the last tour. G was at the KOD tour. I didn't go to the KOD <laughs> one. I went to this one though. This one was at the Amphitheater yeah, in Chula yeah. Vista, yeah, which yeah. I hate by the way because there's only two ways in and two ways out. Yeah, and yeah. And so but, getting out of there. And it, the, the last time we went was uh, Yeah, see this shit hard Oh yeah, see this is, Yeah, this is the shit right here Yeah, yeah He attacks people like the very next track Or two tracks later What, a, t- a fire squad? Yeah Yeah, see he was, he was doing this thing That's what I'm saying To me It's a it good was, album Yeah, man. I know But the fact that you chose KOD over this I, I, I actually want to ask like other Cole stands Like how they feel about like If you want to call her She outside Who? Oh, your wife? The stand. Oh, the stand? The the dollar and a dream we'll, we'll, we'll save it. We'll save it. We'll table it right now because if you came in in a hot mood, I know she's probably <laughs> in a hot mood right now. She out now. there. Hurry. No, nah, no extra content. Get the fuck back down. And <laughs> when, I, when I sent this to her, she she made, she's like, you know, he dropped the other one on December, the same day, two years later. The Go. one after this one, For Your Eyes. I didn't really. Now that one, I didn't really enjoy. I don't like think that. most people did. Yeah, I but when I ran back that one, I was like, "This one is not as bad as people say." It's not, but the timing that when it came out, like I think, like after like having the one that he just had, that's not the album we were all wait, you know waiting for. There was like one or two on there. I mean, yeah. it was, it was the some title beautiful track. music, like loving your wife and your family type <laughs> ordeal, and that's cool and all. Right. But, but 
I'm not heading into work with that mindset. You know what I mean? I'm not training it like, man, I'm training to love my wife and family right now to get on the Stairmaster and pump these weights. I need some gangster shit. They like really throw me in the mood though. But yeah, man. All right. Well, I mean, that was, that was introspective right there <laughs> from you, you know? So yeah, man. All right. Let's see. Let's see what we got up on the docket. Uh, oh, here we go. Uh, read them and weep. So let's get to this real quick. I ran into this video on the net. I think I showed you guys like two weeks ago uh, in the group chat, but I wanted to talk about this a little bit more in depth. This had me dying. This is a gentleman that I believe he talks to women and he kind of gives them like his opinion on things. And this woman was talking to him on his show about like what type of woman uh, or what type of men that she would want to date. And he was basically telling her like, nah, ma, that ain't it. So let's, let's get into it real quick. I got to press play. Bring your kids to work day. Killer. All right, here we go. Here we go. Let this bad boy load up. Uh, is what I'm realizing. And ma'am, and that's my point. You start back from the beginning. I honestly want a six figure guy. Uh, is what I'm realizing. And ma'am, and that's my point. You ladies all feel like, listen. You ladies all feel like you're the exception listen. to the rule. Hmm. I didn't hear and then this. when someone like myself comes along and gives you a, a dose of reality, instead of just accepting it, it's like, yeah, but yeah, but I'm special. <laughs> you don't know any men on this level that are not your father, that aren't related to you. That means you don't know these men. You don't know where to go get them. You don't know what they want, but you're still saying, pick me. They don't want mid 30 year old baby mamas are trying to be polite man but they don't want those he's wild Can I ask your question? did you hear what I said <laughs> yeah why is that so okay go ahead <laughs> he gave up for it. he's like go ahead go ahead um my from my point of view i feel like i, I get what you're saying that they, they, they do have better options but also those better options are younger girls those younger girls don't necessarily are necessarily 20 year olds are not necessarily attracted to 45 year olds bullshit I'm, bullshit. I'm 51 <laughs> I, and i can't beat them off with a stick <laughs> that's another one on you lies no younger women are always younger women are attracted to older men what are you talking about so can you see me Yes, I can. This is where he get wild. Okay. So do you feel like a woman like me? Uh-huh. What would you rank yourself on a scale from one to ten? <laughs> you cannot use seven. <laughs> Just your face. Um, my face when I wake up, five, but when I put myself together, six. Okay. And how tall are you? Five five. And she's she's dress pretty attractive, by the way. I'm sorry? Your dress size. A three. Okay. So that makes you if you give yourself a five, that's average. Yes. So average looking women tend not to get high earning men. They tend to get average. So my man goes on to say they they tend to get average, you know, earning men versus right, high right, right, men. right. And so I'm sitting here and I'm listening to him talking, and I was like, he's wild for that. I think so. <laughs> You know what I mean? What are your thoughts on that, real quick? Do you know dress sizes? Uh, according to what a zero or a one may be, yes, I could probably guess between zero and eight. Mm, okay, but when you start getting into like tens, eleven, twelve, thirteen, you know, so <laughs> I know a few seventeens, but like you know what I mean, like just based off of like just knowing. But I didn't know. I don't even know what they go up to. I have no idea. It doesn't matter to you, huh? No, it's like when she, when asking somebody what they dress. What's size the is, highest dress size, real quick, mom? That that you that you that. Hey, you look like you about to go on the corner and protest bacon. <laughs> <laughs> the highest dress size I've seen in the big woman's press size. Yeah, is that uh, that Lane Bryant special? Uh, Twenty eight <laughs> is the biggest. That's crazy. That's, that's but see, that don't mean nothing to me because I don't know what that means. That's not that mean. I, I know because for men, it's easy. Like like thirty two. Like yeah, anywhere yeah, yeah. Between thirty two. And maybe 44, you could like, you guesstimate. All right, yeah. But for us, I mean, for them, there's 28 sizes. We only got 12. You know what I mean? That regularly come. Other than that, bro, you're at big and tall stores. Women are 5X. They have 6Xs. 
Yeah. That's like a huge, like. I used to wear 5X tees. <laughs> yeah, he probably did. The big joints. Nah. All right, hold on. Let us, I was you that, ain't got I was a mic. We keep telling you this every week. You ain't got a mic and she keep. <laughs> nah, five. I didn't do five. I, um, did, I did three, sometimes four. But here's the thing. So, like, I guess the tables is turned when you look at men, though, right? Like, I know a lot of men that, you know, probably make close to six figures or six figures. And they date, you know, pretty... I guess average women is what you can, you know, guesstimate it as if that's what we're going to, you know, look at earning wise. I never come into, I've never came into a relationship, any like previous relationships, you know, thinking like, oh, this person is going to be above me in terms of earning power and stuff like that. You know what I mean? So like, you mean for, you, you didn't go in worrying about nah, being insecure about it or you just didn't care how much they made? No, Cause I feel like my man's is wrong that like a lot of men that are pretty secure and financially, they don't mind if, like, the way our society is built, they don't mind if women don't earn, you know, equal to them. You know what I mean? It's like, at the end of the day, I feel like men, we take on the responsibility of saying, well, it's my job to change this person's life. <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, I wouldn't put it that way, but, I mean, it's also because... If it, ha- if it happened that it's way, It's also because there's a wage gap in this country where exactly. they can be doing the same work and they're making 77 cents on the dollar to right, what we're right. making. So that's probably because we're, we grew up in that and it's, everything's ingrained so it feels normal, then we're not thinking about uh, what they making. Not or what, what do they say? Um, what should Pell say? It's like the women, they like the material things and that that's their test in life is the material. They want that. And then the man's test in life is the woman. Right. And so, yeah, she, we know. I don't even know what I'm talking about right now. I think like like for her though, like so what he was asking her because the the way she started off, he's wrong. But then also her thinking is off too, <laughs> right? Because what she said is like I think now like I have an expectation of wanting to date somebody who makes six figures now. Like like all of a sudden now at thirty something years old, she wants a a, a six figure guy. I'm sure a lot of women want six figure. Oh, women. I'm sure, <laughs> but like they're few and far between. And what, what most women don't understand is some of these people that make money or whatever. You got to be ready for the lifestyle that comes with it, man. If they making six, seven, eight, nine figures or whatever, because they probably into some wild shit. You know what I mean? Mm, yeah. I feel like us in the middle class, like we're too worried about getting through the day to day all the time <laughs> that we just don't, you know, we're not twiddling our thumbs like, well, shit, what can I do now? You know, with my time or whatever. Right, right, right. Should I be on the boat sniffing cocaine or whatever, hanging out with Tony and them? You Yikes. know, like, nah, I ain't got time for that. I got to. I got to find it like financially budget my shit and be actively like into my accounts. But I mean, like, I feel like for her, if you're at that age, man, you know what I mean? And you're looking for a guy with six figures, you just eliminated your whole pool. And the chance of you running into somebody that's doing that and it's going to be want to be with you like in the long run, you know, at that at that age is very slim to none. If you ain't, yeah. Otherwise you mid thirties, you know, maybe you get like some old, old guy who, who like 35 is like, still like so much younger than them they're like yeah 35 cool with me yeah one of them but like i'm sure that's not the only thing she wants is a six-figure earner she probably wants him to not be like 75 or whatever right (laughs) i mean it depends what you do you just want to be all out sugar baby or whatever and just like as long as they take care of me it's whatever like keep it transactional yeah or do you want like no I, i really want to find love i just need him to make at least a hundred grand. See, my man's, he was saying that I can't keep him off me, but I mean, he puts out like being a certain type of vibes. Like to, as a guy, I, I went and looked at his Instagram and bro, like, you know, likes nice things, goes and buys, you know, $500 cologne and stuff like that. So bro, if you looking like, you know, the mark, then you're going to be the mark, man. And, and they going to come at you for that. You know, I've seen people, you know, do less for cash. You know what I mean? So <laughs> going and hanging out with a 50-year-old dude and acting like that's their dad, that's that's okay. You know what I mean? You go you gonna be all right. There's a market for that. Yeah. Yeah. You know, they got they're they're in they're hella in, websites. <laughs> Bruh. Oh, oh man. All right, man. So let's uh, hit off with some uh, random shit to fill in time real quick. Um I was talking to my man's uh and he was telling me we were talking about um I've had some interest in like different professions, you know, recently. And so I've been looking up a little <laughs> bit on like, like real estate and other jobs and stuff like that. I don't want to just go job to job. I'd rather be my own boss and like have a job that's, you know, uh, COVID proof. Cause that's going to be something that we're going to live with for a while. But anyway, 
So my mom was telling me about a seminar with one of her friends or this woman that she knew. And she was like, well, maybe she can help you out on like the lending side and stuff like that or like the products that her company offers. So the lady calls me up. Right. And I'm like, all right, cool. She said, yeah, we're going to have a seminar and everything. I said, all right, cool. So I get there. They start talking. It's like a week later. She calls me up. I, I join in on the Zoom meeting. And I get there, and they're talking about selling life insurance. Mm. <laughs> and I'm like, bro, this is like, this is not what we talked about, right? <laughs> like right now, it's usually trying, how it goes. Yeah, you're trying to sell me life insurance and everything, and the premium plan and all this other stuff. So I just turned on the football game and put myself on mute and didn't participate the whole meeting. She sent me messages, is like, yo, I was like, what do you think about the meeting? I missed the whole thing, mm. but I got onto this with my man's talking to him because he was like, well. I don't think my uh, my pops has life life insurance. And I was sitting there thinking like, damn, I always thought that everybody invested in life insurance because it's smart to do so, you know, just in case you got to take care of your family on your way out. Can you kind of explain how life insurance works for those that don't have it? And maybe they can like think about like how that can change yeah. their life a little bit. Yeah, I think life insurance is important. I think it's very misunderstood. And I think, to, to the people that have it, they don't know why they have whatever they have. Like how, you know, a lot of people don't have enough. A lot of some people, they, they don't have the right amount. Um, they don't exactly know what's happening. Cause you know, we're just thinking about, damn, we have to pay insurance on so many things. Car insurance, uh, got insurance on your phone, insurance on the house. Um, and the only way to get paid from it is for something to go wrong. Right. Like my car insurance is just money burnt unless like, well, I mean, I, I use my car insurance quite, <laughs> quite a lot this year. Yeah, me too. But, uh, you know, um, but that was something that like, it wasn't predictable. Like it's right, a right, right, day right. you're parked at your mom's house, you know what I mean? And then your car gets stolen. Yeah. But a lot of times like you're like, dang, insurance is just another bill. At least with life insurance, like you're, I'm not guaranteed to crash my car. I'm not guaranteed to drop my phone. I'm not guaranteed to you know, all these things, but you will die. Yeah. And so even though I'm not going to be here to spend the money that comes with it, you know, it will be given to those who it needs to be given to. Right. And I mean, you know, you know how, where we come from, where we grew up every weekend. I mean, now it's GoFundMe's, but you know, it used to be, we're having the car wash mm -hmm. so we can raise money for this funeral. So we can do this and that because so many things are happening and people don't save enough to take care of, you know, and it, and it happened, you know, especially with men or, you know, whoever the breadwinner is, if you, if you pass away unexpectedly and, you know, with this year being the crap shoot that it is, you know, things are happening. I imagine premiums are probably high as shit right Maybe, now. Maybe, but what I'm saying is like, you're leaving your family with like just shit out of luck you know what i mean right to we ain't got enough money to bury you we can't take care of you know the mortgage or all the bills or whatever at least that on that you know we're so used to two incomes now we only got one and so life insurance is important especially if in, you're in a more traditional household with only one income earner or something like that and i think it's just misunderstood because they're just people think of it as like another bill yeah. And it's like, yeah, it is another bill, but at the same time, like it's guaranteed to pay out. Where can you go if you can't get it from your employer? Uh, I mean, it sounds like the the seminar you went to is a uh, slang some insurance. There's there's I think that was MetLife. Yeah, there's brokers out there. Um, there's a lot of people that that do it cuz uh, you know, sometimes the people that do your car insurance might also sell th that type of insurance. Um, I'm sure a Google search can get you down there. You got to understand the different types though. Cause when I said it's a guaranteed payoff, uh, I mean, it's kind of misleading. Cause a lot of people, when you do shop for insurance, you're shopping for what? Probably the cheapest premium, right? Right. And you can get that with like a term insurance, which is uh, only, it only lasts for, but so long, 10, 20, 30 years. And so if you got a 30 year insurance right now, you expect to be alive at 60, right? Yeah. And so all that is just 30 years of premium down the drain and they get to keep that. Mm -hmm. But if you got something, uh, a permanent insurance, then you just good to go. And why that, see, I have a permanent insurance that also works as a, an investment vehicle and it, it's a little more expensive, but at the same time, I got it when I was like 21. 
Mm-hmm. And so they're they're looking at me. When you ba- say investment vehicle, what do you mean? I'll break it down a little more. But but what I'm saying is, I got it at 21. The insurance company's charging me my premium based on that. Like he's 21, he's gonna live forever. He don't smoke. Blah blah blah. That's yeah. usually all they care about. So I have a very cheap premium, relatively speaking. So I I dump X amount of dollars in there every month. You know, however much the premium is goes to pay the premium. The rest of it goes to um, an investment account. Now, a lot of people that have whole life might understand this to where they earn, you know, sometimes around two to 4%, depending on what, what the the market's looking like. And it's like, it's a fixed rate that you can borrow from. And this is, if anybody's heard the infinitive baking stuff term, I think your guy, Mr. Gracie is big on stuff like that. I think this is kind of what they're talking about. But mine is tied to a stock market index. Because those whole life people, which most people have for permanent insurance, it's very expensive and they're only getting that 2%, which isn't really covering, you know, if you, if you understand uh, the ins and outs of inflation. But I have mine's tied to a stock market. So when the stock's up, you know, I get to take advantage of very, very like high gains. But I also have a zero floor to where I never lose money in it. And then so what I've, what I'm pretty much, if you can, if you can stack it right, you can in turn start borrowing from it tax free and you can kind of create your own lending, your own banking system to where you're just borrowing from yourself because a lot of people borrow from their 401k gems, stuff like that. And they're paying, they're paying all these taxes and, 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 and penalties and fees and cause they don't understand the 401k either, but something like this, uh, life insurance is tax free. So when I die, my family's going to inherit this money and not pay any taxes on it. You know, when, if I die and leave them my pension or leave them a 401k, they're going to have to pay heavy, heavy taxes on it. And But, but you know, if it's funded correctly and you do it long enough, you understand compounding money, compound interest, then you can, in, you can in essence, be your own bank. You know, for if you want to do something like invest in yourself and start your own business, whatever you're trying to do, you fall on hard times. Um, a lot of people use it. A lot of the like richer folk use this and a lot of insurance agents don't know about stuff like this. Yeah. And, um, you know, if people hit me up, maybe I can point you in the right direction if people want more info on it, or I can drop maybe some literature links on the, on the page or whatever. But all in all, you got to understand how much life insurance you need, why you're paying for, cause a lot of these agents, they, you know, they getting paid to sell it to you. Right. So they're just trying to sell you as much. Which is you why know, old girl hit me up. As much death benefit as they can, but it's like, and then things change over time. You know what I mean? Like as you get older, now I have more responsibilities. I got more stuff that needs to be paid for if I just up and die. Right. And you got to so, make sure your household is still able to run yeah, without you being here. The, the problem with getting to that, you know, so young and, you know, still being with the same woman I am now, my whole thing is now I need to make my whole goal is to try to be worth more alive than I am dead. Yeah, I'm worth more dead right now. I'm a little, yeah, I'm a little behind in that. <laughs> you know what I mean? But, oh man, shout out to Lex, man, for giving us a real quick rundown. <laughs> Second, what we got up on the list, man, we're going to just change the title a little bit. It was a little heavy conversation we were just having. What do you think about, what do you think are your best food dishes to make? to make yes you personally oh that i cook yeah that you can cook what what is it that you we throw used down to, yeah we used to do a lot more uh, sharing with the cooking but she been she been doing pretty much most of it these uh more recently does your mom cook uh, no so they nah, uh, uh, don't all, all those are props uh, uh, don't trigger me <laughs> you know exactly man no no see you, you saw the passion start leaving oh man <laughs> Sorry, more, hey man you know I got, now I gotta, I gotta get you up somehow man but so so who did you learn to cook from then Oh wait a minute! You never asked, you never answered your oh, best dishes. Your uh, best, my dishes. best dishes. Um, I know taco night is a big theme for you. You know, <laughs> I, we I mean? haven't done that in a long time because uh, you know we tried it. We we went to the vegetarian thing. We started using this like substitute meat and just. Oh, so y'all back on it again? No, 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 we're not. But uh, taco night's not what it used to be, or Fun Friday. Not even close. Yeah. <laughs> but um, can we get out Fridays? <laughs> yeah, we was doing tacos. I mean, I'm pretty. I'm pretty good with the with the crock pot. Obviously, I think everybody kind of starts with like pastas. Yeah. Um, but you know, I experiment with different spices, marinades, and stuff like that, especially on. on so if your chicken. mom isn't like that, right? Yeah, my She's mom did not teach me to cook. She's not to cook. I learned to cook like being on, like, 
out of the house i'm on with her like we'll be trading off a night we'll try to do this try to do that and so in the beginning stages of your relationship it wasn't like hamburger helper or nothing like oh that. yeah yeah oh okay so yeah, you started we, from the ground up yeah we was oh, doing okay. it okay yeah. we had to carve up we didn't know who was only, <laughs> you know what i mean it's a heavy load like that's a heavy meal gonna last a while <laughs> Yeah, I remember shit. We was in there. That wasn't even too long ago. That was like 2015. So the first time I learned how to cook was probably around 2009 or 2010. I was working at a group home. You know what I mean? So a white dude showed me how to fry chicken. I didn't know. Like we growing up in my house, we either my mom would fry it every once in a while, but by the time she threw the flour in the bag and everything else, I was probably outside playing. So I only seen the end product of it yeah. in the grease. But he showed me, like, hey, how to put the flour in, the seasoning and everything. And my first few batches were trash. I ain't even front. But from then on. He probably had the temperature wrongs and everything. Because uh, if that shit's too hot, the outside be crispy and the inside be dead, like, still, still bleeding. bleeding. <laughs> <laughs> we, don't, yeah, we don't fry in the house, mo- mostly for health reasons. It's like, oh, it's good. But, man, that air fryer is a game changer. No, I, and that's the other thing, so, which... I, too early, man. My I bad, sent my you bad. the list early. Nah, nah, that's he, all good. Nah, nah. We just got to sound more excited. Oh, okay. No, yeah. I know what you're Nah, saying. we good. But my it's. Bad. You know I didn't look at it. Nah, I know you didn't. It's cool. <laughs> um, but yeah, man. So, like, that's how I learned how to cook, man. And I think, like, like, like learning how to season was just based off experimenting and just walking down the spice aisle and figuring it out. You can watch shit on YouTube nowadays. Yeah, but too. you, but you know, I'm coming from a further place when it comes to seasoning. I had a lot more catching up to do. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, even the fact that you telling me that you know how to cook in the crock pot, like that's that's crazy. A crock pot is great because I like you know when you know you know you go if to you a barbecue had to rank joint. One, though, you know the how to go to barbecue or joint. the air fryer. Oh, I mean, the air fryer quicker. Yeah, <laughs> but it depends. Like it you got something too. like when it you go to a barbecue different. spot, like yo, this should been slow cooked for like eighteen hours. Like you can tell the difference in the taste. Right, you know what I mean. And the chicken just be so tender or whatever you putting in there. Um. But this is even so simple as learning just just putting stuff in the oven instead of the microwave. Yeah. Like my mom, while like we buying them Stouffer's or like them like uh, them Ralph's chicken nuggets, and throwing them shits in the microwave. Like the difference in taste of just taking time to spend a little bit more time just for them coming you out the oven. Out. I don't remember the last time I bought a, like a rotisserie chicken or like the, <laughs> or the potatoes from because I don't even go to that little thing in the. Oh my gosh, man! We gotta turn this on. I don't even go to the um I don't even go to the uh the grocery store and you know to the meat aisle or like the ready cooked fries and stuff like that. The yeah, wedges. Yeah, like yeah. I haven't been into one of those in a long time. My mom used to do that, like, you know, it's something quick and easy to make instead of cooking when we came home. But yeah. I mean, you know, kids our age, we do keep like some tater tots and like some chicken nuggets on deck just for them nights that we gonna thug it out. Cause we cooking, you know, five, six nights out of the week. We don't only try to go out like once. Yeah. But uh yeah. Yeah. And then my mom made comments like, Wow, they get they get fresh fruit and vegetables with every meal. <laughs> and that's the thing we talked about on one of these podcasts where I was like, yo, our parents that were in the nineties, man, was kinda trash, like the food and stuff that we <laughs> Oh yeah, used to, yeah, like, we did eat. talk. I already mentioned and that. The, part. So that like for you to like bring it up now that she's like damn they get all this like like shit before we started my dad was like yo we got organic cookies and i'm like no he said who wants organic uh dog biscuits yeah i was like fam like who like who is this guy because we grew up on fig newtons um mary lou cookies i don't know if you even remember even the fig news would get the ones ones at costco the fig bars they're so much better for you they, I'm, I'm sure. Yeah, them shit's I still fire. like Fig Newtons, though. Nah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. the Fig Bars, they even taste better. I got them. I got all the, I, I don't, oh, yeah, you do big, got them. That's the last one I had one. Yeah, that's nah, Them shit's are fire. Yeah, I get them all the time. It's quick. Especially when they waiting in between snacks and they be crying. But our generation and the, and the ones coming up, like, being, like, getting healthier is, like, it's trendy now. As it should be. No, it's a good trend to yeah, be. Yeah, it, but it's it is, a great it's trend. like, yeah, yeah. We, you know, we in the gym. We're eating different. We're eating better. You know, all that other stuff. So it's like, one of the good trends that we can continue to push forward and hopefully, you know. Yeah, diet and exercise is everything, man. All right, man, let's get into this uh, shit you wasn't outside for. We're going through today. Actually, we're not because we're going to get to the, the, the bottom line of this. All right, so while we was outside playing last week, we were all outside playing, your neighbor, mm. uh, he was doing some behavioral stuff with G, right? Okay. Your cool neighbor, the dude that bought everybody ice cream, you know? Oh, yeah, yeah, and yeah. And so yeah. I started thinking about, damn, like, like they don't even know what this really felt like, like in terms of real punishment. 
Oh, you yeah, know what yeah, I mean? Like yeah. back in the day, we're like everybody's mom is your mom. Right, right, exactly. You gotta mind them. You know what I mean? Because how would you feel now? Let's say, for example, we take you out of your mom's house because you know everybody in that neighborhood. But in your old house, you don't really. I don't. I never met none of your neighbors there. But if your kids are playing, and you know maybe they knock over the trash can and they walk over, and it's like, hey, you can't do that. How do you think your wife would receive that? She's ready to throw hands. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> she's waiting on a day. I feel like she does. She has pending smoke that she's ready to just unleash. Just give me she a did, reason. Yeah, yeah, for real. And so that's what I was thinking about. Like, yo, like those real punishment days where like somebody's mom could tell me, yo, go stand in the corner or, you know, tell my mom and I'm getting an ass whooping. I, I, I can yeah. count them many times on one hand how many ass whooping I got. And that's I got the thing. Them. Coming from that background where like you look back on it and you're like, there was nothing wrong with it. It was fine. Yeah. But being parents, you're just like, nah, there's no fucking way. No, nah, I don't want to say that. If it was you, I mean, shit, you tell G to sit on the wall and do random shit all the time. And yeah. I don't mean, can I, but. But usually I wait until you guys are both fed up because yeah. <laughs> nah, I like getting up. You Kids get you, scared you, when you get up. You walk in and we fed up. <laughs> you don't got to wait. But I think I guess it depends on how like cool you are with your neighbors or whatever. Yeah. Or if you're just going to only going to places where like they pretty much family anyway. So, yeah, I don't. If it's y'all or like certain people, like if y'all doing it, like yeah, I, don't, I really don't give a shit. What was some of the punishments you got as kids? You, <sighs> me. Okay, so it's brewing now. We <laughs> we right up in this. Nah, because there's a certain point right huh. where you know you getting beat or you getting whatever, and then like it don't work no more. No, because it's just like you're growing out. You're getting to that point. I so the one so I got hit one time right, and I kind of chuckled. Huh. And He's she was tough. like, she was like, oh, psychological. <laughs> she was fed up. Yeah, yeah. So now, and and it's different because right now, people look at like, ah, people don't beat their kids no more. Timeouts don't work. But it, I don't think. I think it was different in our generation because all we wanted to do is go outside and play. And so when it got to the point where I was getting grounded. First of all, my mom, she just jumps straight. Like, people get grounded for a weekend or a couple of days. She goes straight to a month. Mm. And so it was so fucking OD, right? But some people don't understand, like, that month means it's that solitary. You're, you're, and, and you know how dark my mom's house is? That's solitary confinement. <laughs> but you're, but the parent is grounded too for a month. No. You, not, no, and I know what you're in saying. Theory, in, yes. my, in my in situation, theory, yes. no. But then she'll sit there and just let me stare out the window. All my friends fucking playing. I'm missing football games. I'm missing WWF. I'm missing all this stuff that they out there doing. Just like, dang. And then, um, but yeah, I guess. So being grounded was your number one thing. As as time went on, it was. But it was just like, damn, like being grounded for like ridiculous. It don't matter what the Your mom ever take your car away from you? My car? Yeah. No, at that point. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> like I bought it from you This is my car no, I was never given say. anything So when did you stop getting grounded then? Probably about 15, 16 She was treating me like I was 21 By the time I was like 14 So yeah, it's like I'm grown at this point Yeah there's nothing that you could do And she was always like her schedule Like She goes to sleep It's like I was always like out in these streets Like luckily being for the most part responsible Yeah, But like I think some people are like, oh, does your mom most. really love you? Because she she don't know where she don't never know where you are, this and that. But at the same time, like I'm handling business. I'm I think that's what scares me the most too is like having yeah. teenagers because like I know like I don't know like I felt like I was good at getting out of the house if I needed to or making up shit. So I can only imagine like once I get to that age, like how my kids. Would but be. I also I think some of that came from because I was handling business at school. She never had to get called up there. She never. I don't remember the last time she really looked at my grades. Yeah. I mean, the last time she was able to help me with homework was probably third grade. Um, she never helped my brother with homework. Like, it was just kind of like, all right, well, she gave us this. Even if, whether she wanted to or not, we had this like freedom that we were like able to be independent. Now, a lot of people might call it negligence, <laughs> <laughs> and there's a lot of cons that come from it. But at the same time, I was able to move independently. And kind of just there's 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 pros to it as well. Yeah. And uh, yeah. So, but yeah, I mean, beating kids only works. I mean, shit, beating my kids don't work right now. You got to mess with their minds a different way. Yeah, you got to talk to them, man. Because then you just I as a kid when I got whoopings, I would only fear the ass whooping. I wouldn't understand that like yo, I was doing something wrong. 
Yeah. And then my mom kind of phased out of the asshole well because it's like, yo, that don't really mean that. Yeah, I'm trying to talk to you. I'm trying to do everything we can do before we get there. And then there's a certain point like, all right, you only want to respond to violence. <laughs> this is what we about to do. <laughs> and shit, I'm telling you, it don't work though, man. I, I probably slap a hand. Like, don't touch the stove. No, it's yeah, hot. yeah. No, I start yeah. with the. No, I, ain't, I don't think I've ever like. Yeah, I do that. Sometimes she'll get to the point like, nah, pants is coming down. Mm. I want bare cheek. Yeah, I ain't getting to that. I, I be tapping hands. Yeah, too much. And, and depending what move they in. They it just you know I barely tap it and they start freaking out and yeah. then sometimes well at least on Zeke sometimes I'll like really put some oomph into it and he'll smile at me with this evil ass look I'm like all right he's on that bullshit right now <laughs> he looking at you like yeah, bitch I'm about, to, I'm about to get a wiffle ball bat or something <laughs> joking he's joking everybody he's just telling a joke all right so another thing that I got last thing for uh, shit you wasn't outside for I think we have some of the best childhood actors. Because the childhood actors that we have now, they either they're on the Disney show for like maybe a good run, then they doing their music on YouTube. You know, I think Ariana Grande was an actor before she was a singer, wasn't she? That's my understanding. I don't know. I guess. So I I remember her on one of these kid ter- Hannah kid channels. Montana. And then she did her little runs at the fairs and stuff. So I'm gonna run through a quick list. Okay. Right? Yeah. Yeah. You tell that. me who they were. Okay. Jaleel White. Oh, you talking my family matter, Steve Urkel. Steve Urkel. That Stephon. sucks too, because he he never he no one that'd be the time that'd be the problem. Not, no not one just knows with, you as Jaleel. They know yeah, you not, as Urkel. Not just with children actors, but sometimes you'll get to that role where that that's who you are. Rest now. in peace, Tiny Lister. Oh man, everybody called him Debo. Yeah, that's Debo. It's part of my three cheers, so we'll say okay. It now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Celebration of three cheers. Celebration of life. Um, Amanda Bynes. All that. All that. Exactly. Okay, but she always went by you know her regular name, but I mean. Yeah, 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 yeah. Another another childhood type actor. That whole crew is, is like, you know, like Keenan and Kel. Come on, fam. I'm on the list. <laughs> My bad. I, I, you know. All right, here we go. Keenan and Kel. Yes. <laughs> and they're, but see, him and also Alfonso uh, from um, Fresh Prince of Bel Air. Yeah, yeah. They had a really good second run. In their yeah, life. I didn't see Alfonso's first run. His first run would have been like Fresh Prince and everything is what I'm saying. And no, he second, he did the show before that, didn't he? I don't know him. I don't know him. Okay, before, yeah, but I'm yeah. just saying in that time frame, he was still you know a young childhood kid. Now you see him; he does all the Golf Channel shit. Yeah, like I see him on there, and he does America's it's America's Funniest, Funniest Home Videos, yeah. which I don't understand why that's still a thing with the way technology. I ain't even front. It's on Hulu, <laughs> and I turned it on the other day, and I was like, you know, and I fell asleep to it, but I was like, oh, it's worth watching it, you know, for now. Uh, but yeah, him and uh, Keenan and Kel. Kale kind of fell off. I, yeah, I seen him on Wild Now a couple years ago, but I don't know what he's really doing. I used to confuse him with Cisco all the time. <laughs> <laughs> nah, that's that's real. They they look they look somewhere. And then Keenan Keenan, but the thing is, like Keenan's fighting to fall off, but he's like the longest tenured SNL person. Yeah, and everyone, but everyone gives him that shit, like. You know, usually you graduate and go on to something else, and you're just like, I got bills to pay. <laughs> and you know if I leave, I ain't really getting much. Yeah, I'm not, there's nowhere else for me to go. Yeah. It's a pandemic now. Like, now nah, I really can't leave. So Shia yeah. LaBeouf, is he Sh- on the test? Shia yeah. LaBeouf, he should be on the – you know, and I feel bad for him because mental health is just yeah. – some of these kids – Macaulay Culkin is on my list too. I, he Yeah, he definitely fell off. Yeah. His brother – his brother's more known nowadays. Who's his brother? He's in succession. Don't but, know what that is. If you know, you know. Are you giving? Are you giving out gems right now? Now we talked about it when we were when I was talking about the greatest uh, uh, TV intros, and that was one of my. I'm adding to the list. Mm. It's on HBO. Okay, I'm about to check it out. Have you watched Fargo? Oh, I talked to you about Fargo on Friday. Yeah, I ain't. I ain't watched it yet though. We just finished Selena. I think we hit every. Oh, Raven Simone was another one on yeah, my list. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She had a nice little comeback too. She uh, she She's got on like the viewer, guess, right? Yeah, she got some guest spots on Blackish sometimes. Yeah, so uh, Raven Simone is another. She's she's a little out there too. Oh, and the, the but the, that's what you expect from these childhood actors. A lot of them, like especially when you have that to like that Macaulay Culkin sex, uh, Coley, <laughs> Macaulay Culkin's <laughs> success early, and then you kind of like aren't getting work. He's like, oh, you're not a child no more, and it's like, and you just got all this money. You just grow up in a like in a different space, and you're just like you're not a regular kid. No, not anymore. You are home alone. You are Richie Rich. That's who you're gonna be like, for the rest of your no, life. No, no, no. It's just like like you're growing up like with adult type money, doing adult type stuff. You're not a regular kid. You didn't have regular schooling, all this other stuff. So you can fall off. You can hit that drugs like real quick. Did you watch the Fresh Prince uh, reunion? I haven't I haven't watched it yet. God, dog, every time Ben says, hey, what you need me to upload? I tell him. 
all right, got you tonight. And then I just don't bug him on it again. <laughs> we, also, we, we, your follow through game is piss poor. No, but I'm not worried about it because I was like, all right, we got we got other stuff where we watch him. You're not you're not missing nothing big other than like a time filler. But like the the reason why I brought that up is because Tatiana Ali had talked about like when she was on the set, you yeah. know, a Fresh Prince. She like you know like Uncle Phil and I I hate to call him Uncle Phil, but what, what is his uh, James Avery? James Avery. I was gonna say John Avery. James Avery was like a, a real father figure to you know. Oh yeah, all I bet to all of them. I didn't you know in my mind like I didn't know how much work they put into the show like. They would start Mondays and then like do walkthroughs and stuff, learn their lines, and then record yeah. in front of a live audience. Will Smith on likes to say he's the only person on that show that wasn't like a classically trained actor, right? Because they'd be out true. there like really, really, really putting in that work, and they just didn't play around with it. Like, nah, this is we gonna be it's a silly show, but we're gonna be serious about it. Like, this is work. Yeah, and have some moments in there where it's like you know it, we speaking to the people. So yeah, all right, man, we off that. There's got to be hella actors that we miss. My 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 guy Haley uh, Six Sense, that kid. I he, knew there was hella ones that he we missed. He's fat now. I, was, I knew he was. Gonna he's get super fat. He was in a. He had a little guest spot on the Boys. Yeah. He's just, super fat just, now. He had kids and yeah, stuff. Yeah, he he looked. Yeah, he looked like he saw dead people for a long time <laughs> after that. <laughs> Yeah, lifestyle, man. Be good to you, man. Get you, get you a trainer. Even then, like childhood, even uh, uh, artists and stuff like that. Britney yeah. Spears lost it. I don't know what's going on with her. You know what I mean? But I, I think my girl was on her her Instagram page like three weeks ago, and she was just on checking there. in. Yeah, I was just I dropped in and you know tried to catch up in ten years of all the shit I probably missed in regards to Britney Spears. But man, she does not seem like she's doing well. Man, I mean, it's just hard to a navigate. A lot of stretching that. by the beach and, and <laughs> self help stuff. You know, <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. All right, man, let's get it. Look, I'm, I, I want to help you guys out. Okay. When I give gifts, when you give gifts, what do you think about, Lex? What do I think about? Yeah. Do they need it? Need it, need and how? Like, are they need as in, like, are they going to actually use this? I uh, Actually, no, I don't want to say that. I'm maybe on how I like, or when I give gifts, depending on, I mean, if it's just presents, like regular stuff, I think more about the delivery. Mm. Like Christmas, okay, the shit's on the tree. But if I'm trying to give a gift for, like, a something else, something random, then I'm thinking about, like, the delivery, the presentation of like trying to make it, you know, more the like a gesture. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I'm not a. The the type of gift giving that I give, I'm really big on like getting people stuff that they would actually use. Well, yeah, yeah, that I would hope so. Cause but not I hate, bullshit. I hate filler. Somebody gave us, um, I think a while back, somebody had given us um, like a blender, but it was like one of the ones that you like put into Nutribullet. Yeah, like one of those. I was like, fam, I'm not juicing this. I'm not buying fruits and juicing every day. I'm sorry. <laughs> like, yo, give me something. Like, I feel like a lot of gifts are like bullshit-ass gifts. So I comprise the list of 10 items that you can get someone that are pretty inexpensive. I think that's why our generation turned into the gift card, like, giving. Like, yeah, because, hey, you know what? I don't know what you want or need. But people lack, like, the ability to think. And I'm like, like, <laughs> like all right, if people. you get a gift card, get me a fire one. Don't get me one to Chili's. No, yeah, right. You know what I mean? Outback Steakhouse. I'm not going to the past none of those like places. five years. My my Christmas present to my to me like from my was like my mom's my mom's big on wanting to get me something, and I'm just like every time you're buying me jewelry, I don't wear jewelry. You're buying me like random stuff that you I don't, don't want. It's like you don't know me. <laughs> That's why she gets so like crate like she bought me these uh these sandals, and she's like these are the second pair she's bought me in the past like few years, and the first time she did it, she's like That's the most like enthusiasm i've gotten out of you over the most like random product huh. and then she's just like trying to tell her she's like he's a simple man like he just wants to be able to use it yeah <laughs> and so she's like oh here's your amazon card and it's like cool that, which is fine amazon give, is fine it's, amazon it's, card give me two fine. boxes of diapers but right i feel here. like it just takes the whole like you right know yeah you mean? want the, the you want to be able, yeah, yeah I, I get what you're saying so i'm at the golf course on or i'm at the golf range uh on like wednesday and the lady asked me like you know she's like oh i want to get something for my husband but he's, I guess he's pretty tough. He doesn't really watch sports. He doesn't, like, she owns the golf place, but he doesn't play golf. You know <laughs> what I mean? And she's like, he just reads and studies all day long. And mm. so, like, we sat there for, like, 20 minutes brainstorming on what would be a good gift for her to give her husband. It ended up being an Apple Watch. But, again, it's pretty decent. If it's functional. You going to use it, then? She hit me hard when she said money's not an object. Mm. I go up to 1000 I said, well, shit. <laughs> can I get a free round? Can I can I work here? <laughs> you know what I mean? Let me let me get in. Right. So 
We're let, running let, through this this early Christmas list. If you having trouble, is yeah. That if you having trouble right now, we're what? We're twelve days ahead right now, so uh, we'll give you some. We'll give you some game. All right, I got an electric wine bottle opener to save so much time and effort. This rechargeable uh, opener will safely pop it open within six seconds without any hassle. Six seconds. Yeah. So basically, it's like open a bottle of wine don't take too much longer than six seconds. Yeah, but I guess, or I'm just, or I just have a wine and wife who I open a lot of bottles for, so I'm good at it. Have you? Okay, so you don't break corks or nothing like that off into the bottle. Some people, but women sometimes tend to struggle with it. And the only reason why I say that is because it's usually women that ask me to open a wine bottle. Okay. So, but it's electrical. It's electrical. Oh, yeah. And no, electric convenient. When we was putting together that bed the other day, I'm so used to just regular screwdrivers. My bone to pick with you. You left a few screws loose. I had to go back in and tighten them. What you mean? On my bed. I was like, yo. There's that one that you gave up. You get, (sighs) all right, you got this side now. I know which one. That one was just tough. I ended up getting it. I pulled the drill in. The other one was good. I forgot all about that because Durant <laughs> put his bed together. And I was like, yeah, I forgot that, that I was even supposed to say that. All right. A sparkling wine saver uh, to keep their bubbles bubbling so that they can pop a bottle any day of the week without worrying about wasting leftovers. That's a good gift right there. So right there, like, you know, most people struggle. To, or like, does it work with any carbonated type of drink? In a, anything like in a wine bottle. So like the one that it looks like, it's actually like a... It, Looks like you know the little stoppers you put in the wine thing. Yeah. It's like that, but it's electronic and it goes in. And okay, it goes in. it's a little contraption. So I thought that was pretty dope. So yeah, like yeah, something yeah. that people would actually use. All right, here's the next one: a mug warmer. Okay, <laughs> to keep coffee piping hot, piping hot. Whoever came up with piping is crazy. Uh, piping hot long after it's brewed, so you can stop drinking it cold every time the morning slips into time and space. Yeah, stop using a hot plate. So it looks the the actual warmer looks like a coaster, but it's electronic, and I imagine yeah, it just I've heats up. You've seen it, yeah. So I think that's pretty good. And this it's really good for if you have a white elephant. We call ours black elephant for obvious reasons. But right, if you're right, having right. a white or black elephant, you know, electric uh, coffee warmer would be cool to have. You can sit it next to the computer. You know, have it out on the coffee table or whatever. I'm not a coffee TV. guy, so I'm not either. But, but she I, is. I imagine it works for tea. It would gotta be. It gotta be better. Than, obviously, those probably work. None better of these than gifts a, you can use now that better I, than I, I the burnt, microwave. I burnt them for you too. Like your <laughs> wife's, your wife's gonna want you to think larger after this. All right, uh, a power scrub brush. You can attach this to a drill that basically does all the hard grinding, busting for you, so you don't have to have sore arms for a week just because you uh, you dared to wipe down the shower. <laughs> now, I thought that was pretty cool. You just got to probably rinse everything down first before you turn it on because obviously you get a drill wet and it's plugged in. Good night, Sally. That's true. Yeah. But <laughs> if you got an electron, you got a drill, right? Yeah. If you got a drill brush that you could do to shower, would you actually use that? My especially, you know, there's certain corners, certain there's certain spots that are a little harder than others. Where the soap tray is, yeah, 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 down by the drain, you know, where you might get the little yeah, scum yeah. build but up. Other than that, there. just wash your shit a little more frequently, and it won't be that bad. That's the one right there. <laughs> All right, so also on the list, I had an air fryer. Mm, you could probably get one for forty, fifty bucks, I think, right? Uh we was we was gifted one. Oh, you were? Yeah, it was a pretty good gift that you actually use now. Yeah. Yeah, man, and I don't even just like I cook potatoes in it, tater tots, yeah, a lot of shit. Is, um, we put a bunch of shit. You can put meat in there if you want to. Chicken nuggets for the kids. My my kids eat meat still, so you know they we put the chicken nuggets in there, and it's way better than putting that shit like in the microwave or something like that. Or even if you got like your own little uh your little wings, and you can make them like you can taste like oh man these these are going in these feel these feel so much healthier going in. Yeah. Then obviously some of the taste suffers from like a wing stop or wherever you get your wings from, but like it's still good if you season and marinate it right. Mm. Last but not least on my list is a fire stick. Okay, they're yeah. going for seventeen ninety nine right now on Amazon. So you talking about a non jailbroken one? A non jailbroken one. I don't even jailbreak mine anymore. I just get the apps. Yeah, shit. I don't even know. I don't even know what a regular fire stick looks like without it being jailbroken. Like, oh, I don't yeah. know. I don't know what you do using it for. I had one jailbroken, but then like you got to update it or keep finding the links, and I hate that. Yeah, yeah. It's a, it's a struggle. Yeah, I, I, but but the, but the thing is, you know, you pay twenty bucks for it. You pirate one movie, you can, it kind of pays for itself. It does. Oh no, mine's is already outlived. Like I've had it jailbroken. <laughs> it's just that when. When it's time to like update it and all that other stuff. No, like, I know what you're saying. I hate going to YouTube and trying to figure it out and shit like that again. So, but I mean, it, it works. Like my YouTube TV app works on there, HBO, everything else, man. So like, it, it's all it's all working and, and going good. So, 
All right. Can you hear me still good? Yeah. Okay. One of my, uh, I think my left side went out, but it's all good. All right, here we go. So this is the last thing that we got up on the list. All right, I got this out of the news app. The coronavirus pandemic is straining many marriages, some some to the breaking point. There are signs that the div- that the divorce rate is rising as couples struggle with the emotional and economic fallout of the past 11 months. Divorce filings rose dramatically in China after the COVID-19 lockdown ended in March. In the U.S., Sales of online self-help divorce agreements rose by 34%. (laughs) This spring compared to last year, a family lawyer surveyed in April and July reported a 25 to 35% increase in requests to start divorce proceedings compared to the same time in 2019. All makes sense to me. Why Why do you think it makes sense? Because, I mean, we live in like, we're busy people. Everybody's like more busy than they've ever been. Whether it's productive busy or not, like they busy. Yeah. You know, you work long hours, you do whatever, but you have all this time away from your kids, your partner, whatever you're doing. And now it's kind of like you're jumping back in. And the divorce rate is already high enough before COVID, right? And so it's exposing those relationships that, especially maybe like early on, maybe you jumped into a marriage quick or, you know, you didn't. You don't really know who you married or whatever, and you're just like still in that. It can kill a honeymoon. I'm sure it killed honeymoon phases real quick. Oh, for sure. And uh, to where if you're struggling already, and you don't have the mentality of wanting to make it better or whatever, like then yeah, I something like this easily. Um, there's no surprises here. Yeah, I thought what was interesting, just like what you were saying right now, is like you know, I think the one thing that kind of one thing I appreciated about the lockdown initially was like just being able to be around my family more and not being out all the time. Um, but then that quickly turned into like, nah, I need to get out the house. You know what I mean? And so like, I'm fortunate to where my job is still open where I don't have to work from home all the time and, you know, go through the ins and outs of like looking at, you know, my workstation every day and like, damn, I only go to bed like 20 feet away from here. You know what I mean? Each time. And it just get to you. You know, but I, uh, I I do see that. I mean, you spend a lot of time with, with people, man, and 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 watching their every move, and you're not really living for yourself, man, that you're going to start nitpicking about things that yeah. probably wouldn't even bother you initially. You know, one of the things that I have learned, you know, through this pandemic is that, you know, relationships take work. You know what I mean? And Is that what you learned? Yeah. So no, you- yeah, yeah. This is, this is now my second longest relationship. Okay. Actually, it is my longest consecutively without like, you know, breaks and breakups right, right, and right, stuff. Right. So it is my longest relationship. But what I've learned in this is that like communication is definitely important. We always talk about that all the time, communication, but we never talk about what we communicate about. So finances is definitely, you know, uh, been a goal of ours, you know, during this pandemic on like trying to like knock down some of our spending and all the money that we're throwing out, like in terms of our overhead or operating costs as a family. You know, and those are tough conversations to have with your partner. You know, I take care of the money responsibility, at least, you know, with us. And then she takes care of like going out and acquiring those items. And so that takes teamwork. You know what I mean? And I've been we've been fortunate as a family not to be affected negatively financially by the virus. But at the same token, you know, it has exposed some things like, you know, in our relationship that we just had to build on. You know what I mean? And I've been open to that. You know what I mean? And, and, And trying to change those things. And that's a big thing too. I think a lot of these divorce, a lot of these divorces might happen, be, you know, not just because you stuck in the house all day, but maybe you did lose your job in the process. So now you got this whole another stress that you not that you stuck in a confined space, stressing about it yeah. to where once the nitpicking and once you get to that like level where you're just like, all right, I built all this up. It's about to, I'm just about to explode, and then it leads to a fight or some type of argument where there's no coming back from. And it's just like, oh, now we done. Yo, the most underrated move is, like, extinct right now. Because you remember you used to be able to, like, get into an argument and take off and go somewhere? (laughs) (laughs) Going for a walk. Yeah, that's it. And you go for a walk and you come back because you don't walk five miles. You know what I mean? He's like, yo, a mile is good. But, like, you know, you probably get into an argument and say, oh, I'm going to go take off, watch the game somewhere and go eat or something. Or I'm going to go to the movies or something. You know, some type of self-care. Even for them, oh, I'm going to go get my nails done. Oh, I'm going to go get my hair done. Oh, I'm going to go shopping or whatever at the store. It's a hassle to do those things. So, what you know, we say, I say all this. I won't say we. 
pardon me, I say all this to say, hold on, help is on the way. You know what I mean? For those of y'all that want to get the vaccine, shout out to y'all. I won't be getting it, but, you know, mm. thank you for making the neighborhood safer and, you know, being a guinea pig to building up my self-esteem to do it. Um, but, yeah, man, I, I, I really felt like, you know, the virus is needed, man, at least in terms of, you know, reflection and, you know, seeing where we're at as a people. I think we've mentioned a few times on different episodes, it's like, you know, don't waste it. There, There's always a silver lining that you can pull from something and, and just take the good from it like seeing your family more like maybe getting your shit together maybe if you weren't affected financially you know stack your bread just take something from it so it doesn't feel like a waste right and then springboard yourself into whenever we get to whatever the new normal might be maybe this is it but if it's not and we can get back to what we remember to be normal then like just uh make sure you better than you was in the ways that you were able to be there we go from this all right three cheers like i said earlier i want to give a three cheers celebration of life to my guy uh tiny lister jr he passed away i believe it was covid uh uh symptoms that he had um he had had COVID, I think, in the beginning of the year, and then he ended up getting it again, um, is my understanding. If I'm misreporting that, forgive me, but that is my understanding, is that, you know, he did, in fact, have COVID. Um, so rest in peace to Tiny Lister. Definitely, if you guys remember Zeus, uh, the wrestling uh, movie, I believe, with uh, Hulk Hogan, uh, most notably Friday, you know, as Debo, uh, played in The Fifth Element, another one of my <laughs> favorite movies. You you don't like the do you like the fifth element? I like the fifth element. Okay, just, I was talking to another white dude. It was somebody else, and he was telling me he didn't he never seen it. And I was like, bro, you're forty. Like you should have seen that movie by now, especially like on TV. But he's a backpacker, so yeah. Okay. Yeah. So what about you? You got any three cheers you want to get out? I got a three cheers to uh, Regina Hall. Regina Hall. Yeah. Okay. She what? turned she turned fifty yesterday, and she put out this little funny little video about it. Talking mm. about a bitch is old, <laughs> and sh- that's a pretty lady. Oh yes, yeah, she is. She looked great. <laughs> I like you know, but she's super funny, man. And the fact that she took about her turning fifty and made it funny and gave it to the world like that. I mean, if you ain't seen it yet, I mean, I saw it this morning. It's just uh, she 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 need to be protected at all costs. There we go. Protect our queens. All right, man. Well, rest in peace to anybody we lost. Uh, it's been a it's been a tough year, man. But we getting out of it. Uh, hopefully, we start having some guests at the top of the year. Keep sharing this podcast, man. Share it to your people. The numbers are looking nice in all categories right now. So I appreciate the love the, and the support from everyone. We're going to get these clothes out next year. I ain't going to even try to do it in the next two weeks. So the clothes will be out in January and everything. Say that the merch number looking terrible. Yeah, the merch numbers is, is trash right now, non-existent. But I'm being cognizant. I know y'all ain't got no money right now, man. So I ain't going to try to take it away from y'all. 30 million we got a broke still audience? unemployed. I'm broke. <laughs> Shit. Okay, I feel you. <laughs> so, all right. That's it. I don't even think I shout out what episode this was. This is episode 20. Hey, that, hey. that means, uh, what's that, five months? Five months. Yeah. We working. We working. We out. Must be out of your mind. Y'all still trying to hear it. Take my kindness for weakness Still coming out strong Still coming out strong Still coming out strong Take my kindness for weakness Still coming out strong Still coming out strong I might end up with your hoe if I take one Nowadays if they don't have a story they gon' make one Last night I gave my heart to a fake one I done end up on the blogs with the wrong ones It's hard to tell the real stories from the fake ones Cause nowadays they don't got it, they a fake one The only time I feel alive when I taste it I don't wanna vent, but I know it ain't safe